welcome everyone back to another episode of Trader Joe's. The quarantine continues and so do we. Don't think some measly pandemic is going to put me and Mark out of commission. No way. We are still going and I've had a little bit of a hard time getting in touch with you, Mark, lately. I wanted to check in. First of all, how are you doing? Steve, I'm doing well. I am stronger. I am better than ever. America will come out better for this. I will come out better for this. We're all working on ourselves, you know, just making moves. I have a little side hustles going on. You know, I've been also just kind of dabbling in just a little bit of online dating, you know, just like the rest of the country is. Wow. So I guess the online dating thing must still be going on. Let me tell you something about the online dating world. It is the real deal. I don't think a lot of people know about it. Um, and with all this free time that we have on our hands, and I said, shoot, why the hell not? So, you know, I signed on. You always have that choice you have to make between do I sign in with my Facebook account or do I make a whole new email? Kind of spent like a good five to seven minutes just kind of thinking about that. And then I said, what the hell? You know, I popped open a bottle of wine and I just clicked sign in through Facebook. That makes it easy. You know, I was feeling very easy at that moment. So I said, why not? You know? That's great. So then there I was, I was swiping, you know, swiping a little liberally. Yeah. You do this thing where you can set your range. So do you want to match up with people, you know, one mile around you or five miles around you or 10 miles? Right. And I was like, what the hell? I moved the slider all, all the way to the right. And I was like, let's go 60. Let's go 70 miles. Let's wow. see what's out there. Right. Let's yeah. explore a little bit. Right. Uh-huh. So that's what I did. I, I put it out to 60 and then I ended up matching with a lovely lady from Puente Hills. Her name is Roxy. She is a matriarch. She owns various timeshares and properties out in uh, Lake Havasu. She's exciting too. Like she's sexy, Mm -hmm. even though she is about 30 years older than me. So I'm looking forward to getting to know her better kind of in her mature years. Just like a fine Trader Joe's wine, she seems to get better with age. Wow. Well, I'm wondering with the pandemic, have you met up in person yet? I won't tell you, Steve, that I, um, I wasn't tempted I mean, up until now, like all I have to uh, imagine with her now is just her photos. Wow, that's exciting. The picture says a thousand words. She had this wonderful photo of a tiger on her dating profile. And that was what struck up the conversation there. I was like, wow, that thing looks pretty wild. And I'm not talking about the tiger. <laughs> and that was, that, was, and that was my opening line, right? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. And she laughed. Uh-huh. She laughed. You know, she did ha, 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 ha. And it was about six or seven ha's in a row. And that's when I knew. I was like, yep, I, I got her. I'm not sure if we should maybe change the name of the show to TML. L, you know, talking Mark's love life, but I am really interested in this. I will say it out loud here on TTJ's. This is going to be the woman in my life. This is the woman who's going to raise my children. So I'm just wondering because you had mentioned she's 30 years your senior. Yes. Yeah. She's 30 years my senior. So how is she going to raise your children? I mean, just even biologically, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, she's got an impressive investment portfolio. That's number one. We will probably do some sort of scientific biological thing where we extract her egg and perhaps... I'm not uh, sure if that's possible at that age, but... We will overcome science together. She's been helping me get into things like, you know, flipping houses and stuff. It's been really educational. That's, um, yeah. No, that's great. I'm just like. No, no, no. I, I understand. As, you know, no, you... I, Steve, I understand your concern. And, you know, at this point, I recommend that, you know, maybe you and your partner start looking into investing 
at well, this moment. Well, right unfortunately, now. financially, we're really not in that position. I just paid off my credit card with a stimulus. We're cooking at home and doing the whole bread and flour and cheese every day. Yeah, those. I mean, those aren't the moves I would make. But everybody ha- kind of has their own financial realities. It sounds like she's a woman of means and she's helping you out and just, you know, stay responsible. You haven't met this woman, so I wouldn't give her your social security number or the code to your bank account quite yet, (laughs) you know? You know, and I love her. I really do. And, you know, I may have given her my uh, bank account routing number just because, you know, things move quickly in this economic environment and she needs to be able to have access to my funds. Both of us have been just really humbled, really touched, really elevated by the Trader Joe's workforce. And they're really the heroes of this era. It's kind of like the first responders after 9-11. You know, you go in there, you almost want to high five them, but then you remember you can't, right? Right. So you kind of give them a nice little smile from across the room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe even taking off your mask so they know that you're smiling at them. I know that the CDC says not to. But I'm going to I'm going to ignore them on this one. And I'm going to say, take off your mask for just a brief moment and, you know, smile. You can't catch a disease through a smile. I love that. A little bit of a vulnerable topic, but I've been having a hard time sleeping like a lot of people have and having very vivid dreams. And one of the dreams I was in a stadium. It was a soccer game. But instead of a ball, it was just an empty milk carton. Uh, from Trader Joe's, you know, the 2%, just the blue label with the white. And I was there and it was like a Latino audience, like very impassioned. I kicked the milk carton into the goal and everyone just exploded with cheers. And all of a sudden I was engulfed by a crowd of Trader Joe's workers who were on the stadium grounds. They were cheering for me and they were saying, Steve, Steve, Steve. And I was saying, no, no, this isn't right. And I was saying, you, no, you, thank you, thank you. But I was losing my voice and they were all kind of forming a pyramid around me. And I was saying, thank you, thank you, Joe. And I woke up in a sweat. I just felt this emotional rush where I was realizing how profoundly grateful I am to the workers of Trader Joe's. Um, With all the Latino men transforming into Trader Joe's workers as they came down from the rafters and carried you to victory. It's a lot of very lovely imagery. Yeah. So I got up and I walked over to the living room. I thought of my acoustic and I started noodling this melody. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. And I ended up recording it the next day. I spent 10 hours with GarageBand. I wanted to share the song with you, Mark, and maybe share the song with our listening community in case it resonated. You are a hero, a light in the darkness, with courage and friendly banter. We'll never stop this. You are a hero, employees of Trader Joe's. Heroes in night-swept times and uncertain tomorrows. 
the twenty teens came. Then the twenty teens left, and everything seemed normal except we elected an orange president. As we checked out, you'd scan our items through and through. Now the pandemic has appeared, and we have to rely on you. This reign of hand-washing terror originating in China. But now we're here, and there's something I want to say. This goes out to all the Trader Joe's workers everywhere. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe's. Oh, it's Joe. Oh, it's Joe's. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe's. A hero to light the night swept times of uncertain tomorrows. Thank God for this nation. I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about the workers at Trader Joe's who lied our way. Without their sacrifice, without risking their own lives, we'd be left with no food, no drink, no turmeric tea. The sons and daughters. Of Jokolo will sanitize the air, will dance and drink and pray for a new and better way. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe's. Always Joe. Always Joe's. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. You're a hero to like the night swept times of uncertain tomorrows. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Always Joe's. Always Joe's. This is you know, kind of that John Lennon vibe that we were talking about in our previous podcast, Steve. Um, although you could have probably used a little bit more rhythm, I can kind of come in and lay down another track for you if you want. I could provide a, a rhythm, um, some effects, and just kind of make it a little more modern, Steve, for the Zoomers, for the Gen Z audience out there if you want, because um, I connect to them really well. I could do that for you for free. So I was sort of presenting it as a finished product, not you know, looking for notes, but no, 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 no. I mean, no, I think you're misunderstanding me. The, you know, the workers are going to, I guess, you know, when I first played it and laid it down and listened back to it, I was in tears. And so oh, you might be misunderstanding me, but the workers are going to love it no matter what. Right. They're going to like it because it's for them. Right. Like they're, of course, I think you're getting a little too hard on yourself, Steve. They're not looking for quality when it comes to these sorts of things. You know, they're looking for intention. Right. In this time right now, a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands, so they're willing to kind of listen to anything. Well, I mean, and yeah, that would be your opinion. But other people have told me, and I've played it for a few people, like, wow, this is a really quality song, and it could be on the radio. 
So maybe um, maybe KLOS might play it. Um, ninety four point seven. The wave. People don't even know these stations, Mark, because our podcast goes out nationally, so they don't even know these regional stations. This is about the Trader Joe's workers, and this is a quality song. Mm, yeah. You know, I really put a lot into it, right. and I think it yep. shows. And I think, yep. I mean, we have about nine thousand listeners, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It's good. But I feel like this could triple that if people play it on the right speaker system. Yeah. Because that was a good point that I kind of gleaned out of a lot of your kind of rambling, which I think we can trim this way down and just for sure kind of go to the song and then maybe some brief remarks like, wow. And then just, yeah. So. Next, in the midst of this pandemic outbreak, we interviewed Dr. Sorry, Mr. Ron Babbage, and he set us off on a really great discussion that I think touched on a lot of relevant issues that are coming up in this new environment. Ron's an interesting guy. I saw Ron on Facebook and he was hashing it out with all these different people in the comments section. He was like adding a bunch of different people and just kind of the wealth of information that Ron was bringing to the dialogue. I thought that he could bring on to the show. Uh, Welcome, Ron. Hey, guys. uh, Glad to be part of the show. I'm a huge fan. I'm uh, somewhat excited about this, but I'm also a little bit worried to um, be back on Bill Gates radar using Skype. (laughs) So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Ron, uh, to the Trader Joe's community? Well, basically, um, you know, Mark, you uh, referenced my Facebook site. We have a pretty active base of followers. I have 2,600 plus people on my friends list. Uh, Backstory, I went to college for communication, spent some time in education. I have a private eBay business. I've also spent some time at administration. Uh, so I know a lot of people. And so my Facebook page um, has been some kind of a person-to-person, you know, grassroots uh, type of media. And I'm definitely one of your followers. Um, I've been liking a ton of your posts. I don't know if you've noticed that, but um, but go on. Go ahead. Well, thanks again, Mark. We need all the clicks we can get now more than ever, especially as coronavirus information is, you know, highly questionable. So let's just dig in here, Ron. How have we seen things change on the ground at Joe's? When you're in the Trader Joe's now, you know, there's sort of a code of conduct we've come to expect in Trader Joe's. Forget about all that because uh, it's... That goes out the window. It's yeah. mm-hmm. every person for themselves now. And that's that's been made abundantly clear. You know, Trader Joe's refuses to stock some of the essentials. Mm. Number one, dried coconut. Trader Joe's has refused to ramp up production. Wow. So they're leaving us no choice but to scale back some of our better manners at the Trader Joe's. Wow. But, uh, you know, what are we supposed to do when they're putting out about a fraction of what we're going to need in terms of dried fruit? Wow. We have the first victim up in Washington. And um, the next day, I'm in Trader Joe's first thing in the morning, and I bought out all of the ginger turmeric tea. You know, I have it stored in a off-site location. You know, this is something that retails for about $5 a box, and it's going on Craigslist and eBay for about $13 to $15 now. So, yeah, that's almost... Wow. Uh, that's almost a 300% increase. Yeah, that's. And, a, um, yeah, I did the math. It's about an 800% markup. Wow. Wow. You know, I noticed I've been reading a ton of your literature on Facebook and I've been clicking on all of your links. I, very often I have up to 40 to 100 tabs open on my Internet Explorer. 
and I am kind of sifting through all of the literature that you provided here. And I kind of noticed um, some of the charts that you provided. Ron is a kind of a big chart guy. I'm sure you've just been drawing up a ton of charts lately. Everyone is kind of rushing to the Trader Joe's at this moment, but we don't want to overtax the system, right? I mean, we don't want to tax the Trader Joe's workers and everything. So how would you recommend we proceed going forward? I have very good sources, which I can't reveal. Actually, a friend of mine, his brother-in-law, had mentioned that paying 12 to $16 for a box of beet crackers now is actually a good price. By 2021, we're going to be paying about 40 to $50 a box for um, a beet cracker. I'm, I'm highly conflicted on this topic uh, that you're talking about. People who aren't regular Joe's members. They are individuals outside of our community coming in, flipping items, trying to make a quick buck. They haven't reached level one yet. They are no levels at all. They're level zero. Um, they might've been shopping probably at Vons before this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you that, imagine that's that? That's another right? thing, Steve, you're asking how the Trader Joe's are lately. There's a heavy Vons vibe going. You know, that's one of the reasons I've been actively avoiding the store is I don't know if psychologically I could really handle seeing that. I'm already envisioning turning into some sort of animal and shoving people and kind of losing all of the work I've done to get to a level four status, seeing some of these really animalistic behaviors that I've glanced at online. Is this the WWF or Trader Joe's? I think we're all kind of being tested at this moment. Can we grab that sanitary wipe and grab our basket and kind of float in get our essentials, get what we need, avoid the noise. I guess my mind is going in a different direction where I was thinking of maybe using our platform to generate a vigilante task force to stand outside the Trader Joe's and really just monitor who's coming in, what their behaviors are. For me, it wouldn't be out of line to have someone standing there. And if you see somebody with a cart full of 400 ginger turmeric teas, just push that cart over and just start yelling so that everyone can get in on these purchased goods. And even on an individual level, if we and our listeners agreed, when you see anyone buying 10 or more items to just shove their cart down, capsize that cart so that the products fall on the floor and start yelling. I mean, you know, Trader Joe's workers, they seem very nice a lot of the times, but a lot of them can be hard hitters when necessary. And a lot of them have dark pasts and they're willing to kind of unleash at the necessary moment, letting them take action into their own hands. They have a right to defend their store. And maybe that's a happy medium between implementing a task force taking matters into our own hands without instituting martial law. As much as we've criticized Dan Bain in the past, I think all of us would be happy with him really flexing his muscle now and going in store by store with his stick or whatever primitive tools, making sure that things are functioning. Because when civilization falls apart, we rely on strong leaders to violently crush whatever sinful instincts are coming up through the populace. What I'm saying is even if it's not violent, if maybe we empowered individuals like Mark to stand outside the Joes and just grab the arms of whoever is coming in and just really whisper in their ear, do you respect Joe? Um, I am up to the task. I own several Hawaiian themed shirts. You know, I've been kind of creating a stockpile of these Hawaiian shirts in my closet. I can show you guys if I turn my computer here, Wow, that's And great. I'm willing to don some of these and kind of yeah. become that 
kind of Minuteman. I have periodically over the last two weeks bought about three to 400 associate sales floor t-shirts. Some of them are a little bit older editions. Some of them are a little faded. Um, I think these are something that we're going to be able to utilize going forward as we scramble to regroup and uh, maintain some of the ideals of Trader Joe's amidst this disaster. And uh, the whisper can be very powerful. I'm really good at checking people, right? As you come out of the Joe's, do you respect Joe's? Do you respect Joe's? You know, just giving them a nice little grab on the arm and kind of reminding them to, you know, watch yourself in these times. So we're checking in again here with Mark because I got pinged this morning on my email and apparently you have recorded your own song. Yeah, so I mean, I'm a little tired right now. I pinged Steve last night at around 3 a.m. After our last pod, Steve, I put my head down and pulled out my keyboard. So this is kind of the brainchild of um, myself and Bill Pullman, our engineer, um, who we had to furlough but he was willing to come back on for this. Shall we go ahead and play it? I'm excited to hear what you guys came up with. World premiere. Work. I have to work. Be a working day. And night. Trader Joe's workers and we fight. World premiere. We rise at night. We fight. We fight. Work until the sun comes up. To the night. Workers. Unite with Trader Joe's workers and we fight. We pack groceries until the night. World premiere. So yeah, that was the world premiere of, of Unite. Oh wow. I Mark, I just have one word. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Seriously, I was like (laughs) not expecting to respond well to whatever you presented because (laughs) yeah, yeah. But oh man, it's it's humbling to just see Uh, how your mind works. It was a little bit like that movie Parasite. You know, the song's about class struggle too, so I wanted to make sure you got some of that. I really felt in that beat there was something kind of like thrashy and trashy and rugged that I felt like just really captured the Trader Joe's experience right now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, much better than the song I wrote, which was definitely heartfelt, but was also a little bit paint by numbers. And I still feel really proud of my song, but, you know, for you to write that in one night, Another word I would use is cool. A lot of young people would definitely still use the word cool to describe it. Um, That's still definitely a word that the Generation Z like to use. You know, first of all, I got to say, Steve, kudos to you for, you know, developing a song. And like I said, I'm inspired by you and your flaws and my ability to capitalize on your flaws uh, is something I always look forward to every day when we do the pod. 
together and it's artistic it talks about the class struggle and it's also it's a nice beat to work to while you're restocking inventory at the trader joe's so you can hypothetically if you were the manager of a trader joe's you could pipe this in through the speakers right and kind of play it really loud the way i kind of view this and you know i'm not tuned into the sort of the youth culture i kind of imagine maybe like a raised dj area where the free sample area was so kind of reincorporating a loss into the next generation inspiring these trader joe's workers to work with that rhythm and maybe the dj has like a beanie on or something and he's kind of scratching and maybe looping that beat but then there's like another guy or maybe a woman who's like ethnically ambiguous who's kind of rapping or vocalizing on top of that that's kind of what i envisioned there it's a really all about branding really i mean if i had to sum it up it's what's your brand who's the audience for this and you know building your army of followers how do i get to a hundred thousand okay how do i double that how do i triple that to one million you know cross marketing branding being confident in your own brand these are all the things i've been kind of looking at steve and i wish that you would kind of look at it too in a lot of ways instead of making your art in a vacuum will i pay to see this in concert do i want to pay to see you know a middle-aged man in concert uh playing the acoustic guitar about trader joe's workers or do i want something i could tap my feet to do i want something i can you know freak dance to on the floor we covered a lot of ground again I know a lot of the listeners are struggling through another week of the COVID-19 crisis, and we hope this episode has given you a little bit of peace and a little bit of connection. You know, that is what we're here for. You know, we're not going to baby you, though, you know, if we can't be the only source of your happiness. Like, at some point, you're going to have to start kind of taking care of yourself, going out and probably exercising or running or something. You know, take showers every day. Uh, purify yourself uh, in these times wash your hands Uh, you know and a shower isn't just about cleaning yourself it's also about getting some of that trader joe's lavender scented product or tea tree scented product and kind of rubbing it on your skin and just undergoing the psychological effect of just rejuvenation every day feel free to rub that all over your body you don't need to just put that in your hair not only does it disinfect you from coronavirus but it also has this nice little tingling after effect which is very lovely you know you're also shampooing a lot of your bodily hair too so like some of the hair on your body uh, whether it's on your arms or your legs or in your private areas like it, it really there's hair there too guys so plant a tree plant a garden i know it's hard to get seeds right now or plants but they do still have the basil plant at trader joe's and even if you're just nurturing that loving basil plant and taking off a few leaves and infusing that into your fresh marinara sauce that's something that's some piece of humanity that you can retain in this crisis and and i want to you know steve is a little doting um i want to be that strict parent right that one that says no there's no excuse we have amazon get your seeds from amazon and build that garden and you know by this point if you haven't been productive in any way like starting a garden or making your food from scratch you might be seen as a failure by your neighbors i highly suggest that you get on that
on that note, we want to thank everybody for tuning in again. We will see you soon. We will be here. If you need us, pop us an email, talkingtraderjoes at gmail.com. I freed up a little bit more space this weekend on the Google Drive account, Steve, so we're able to receive emails again. Google only gives us one gigabyte of free space, but I just, I freed up about 50 megabytes. That's good for about 25 emails. So I'm really looking forward to seeing those 25 emails soon. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. I love everyone. Thank you.